This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love or even like cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 348. And I think I'm going to call it getting past the tough spots. So in this one, I feel like the way I just said that was like very radio, right? Getting past the tough spots. So let's move on to the next thing. Anyway, I'm sorry. See, what if I sounded a little bit professional and then just immediately had to say something? This is what my kids say to me all the time. They're like, mom, you say something and then you have to comment on what you just said. And it kind of defeats what you just said, but whatever. All right, I'm done rambling. I'm just kidding. I'm sure I'll ramble more, but I am talking to Clarice about her situation. She is a member of the Kindred Spirits, which means she is a patron of this show. If you would like to know more about being a patron, which then allows you to apply to do one of these sessions, uh, just go to patreon.com slash a slob comes clean. Uh, you can find out more about joining us there. It's a lot of fun. And uh, we talk in this one about getting past the tough spots. Sometimes it's this tough spot in your home, but also it's the tough situation. So Clarice has made a lot of progress in her home. I mean, like it's exciting to the point where at first I was a little bit like, am I going to have anything to help you? But we talked about some of those points where it's like, I've made a lot of progress and then this thing has gotten me stuck. And we talked about how to get through that. Okay. So it ended up being a really great episode and I think you're going to love it. Um, I do want to mention that she uh, brought up the Take Your House Back course that is open all the time now. You can go to takeyourhouseback.com if it sounds like something that you're interested in. All right, here we go. My conversation with Clarice. Clarice, thank you so much for coming on to do this strategy session. I'm glad that you're here. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Well, I live on Vancouver Island in British Columbia, which is just above Seattle, oh, wow. and we border Washington State. So it's uh, we live in a lovely part of Canada, and I am single. I have two adult children, both boys. One lives here part-time. The other is on his own, and I have a four-year-old granddaughter. Oh, yay. And I work part-time from home. So I recently sold my business about four years ago, which has been part of my huge decluttering process because I started that 27 years ago. And so now I work part time and I love seeing my granddaughter and yeah, lived in the same house that we built when I was married 29 years ago. Oh, wow. So 
you've been in this house, you accumulated in this house and you've been decluttering in this house. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, I have been to Vancouver for a few hours, I think, you know, (laughs) right before a cruise and it was so beautiful. It's one place Mm -hmm. I've always wanted to go back to. Mm -hmm. Have you always lived there? Uh, on Vancouver Island, most of my life, some, some of the time in Vancouver actually. And like, we have to take a ferry to Vancouver Island from Vancouver to get to where I live. It's about an hour and a half ferry ride. Oh, Mm -hmm. wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, but it is technically in Canada, right? Oh yes, definitely in Canada. It's the farthest West point in Canada. Is that the one that has like the rainforesty? Yes. We were, we're famous for the Tofino destination and the big rainforest and all the big thousand year old trees on Vancouver Island. Mm -hmm. Okay. So uh, let's talk about our houses and tell me something that is working really well for you right now. Well, after I got your four basics under control, which was, you know, do the dishes, sweep it up, five minute pickup. And I forget the other one. The, The next, the next one was uh, take it there now. And the other one is five minutes matters because sometimes I look at something and I think, is it a project or can I do something? And sometimes while I'm waiting for even my coffee to to be done, then I've got a couple of minutes I can empty the dishwasher or, and like you're absolutely right, dishes math (laughs) makes so much sense if you do your dishes every day and everything's tidied up every day. I don't do the dishwasher every day, but every two or three days I do. And then, then everything's under control. So that that's really helped me. So do you, um, since you don't run it every day, do you go ahead and put things in it as they are? Yes. Yes. But then the counters are totally clean at night and everything's, if I only have a couple of things or pots, I just hand wash them. Right. Because mm-hmm. my problem was I would look around and go, oh, it's probably not enough. And so I wouldn't do the getting it empty and then putting stuff in there. But it's like, okay, but if you're putting things in there and you don't need to run it, that's great. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So how does the take it there now? Like, has that been a su- surprise to you? Is that something you resisted in the beginning? Well, I've been listening. I started reading your blogs and I've been listening since before the pandemic, I think one or two years before the pandemic. And so I was looking because my I have a three story house and, and a full basement, well, 800 square feet of a basement. It's been easy place to store stuff. So and like you said, in some of your, your ideas, like, where would I take it? Or where would I look for it if I didn't think I had one, right? So when I take it there now, then it just helps me to get a place. And yeah. think about where to put it. Right. So it gives it an actual real place instead of just the hypothetical. Right. So it's probably up on my, in my kitchen or in the living room or on the coffee table. Yeah. That's really helped me sort of keep my basic areas clear. How has it, I mean, was that a resistance that you had with the three flights of stairs or the two flights of stairs? Three uh, floors? Well, I'm on the main floor and then all the bedrooms are upstairs. And then the, the other sort of main rec room and, and a bedroom is downstairs and the storage room is downstairs. So that was a bit of a hassle at times. So sometimes I might pile one or two things up and then just go down a couple times a day. Or if I'm doing a major project, 
like the, the the basement is where I need the most help because the one bedroom was used by my oldest son and he's moved out now and he's moved some of his stuff. So some of his stuff is still there. And then my youngest son uses it to, um, you know, for his hobbies and things like that. And as a and secondary to watch TV. And then that's where the, the storage is like the actual storage room is in that area. So I have to go through his area to get to the oh, storage. Okay. So do you ever just decide to get rid of something? Cause you don't want to go up the stairs? No. Well, one of the things that's really helped me is having a donation box going all the time. So if yes. I run across something that I don't need, I just go right away and put it in the donation box. That's very and, helpful. And that has been instrumental in, in getting rid of stuff that I don't, that I don't want anymore. But I, I wouldn't say that I would get rid of something because I don't want to go up and down or down the stairs. It's pretty easy for me to go up and down the stairs. Well, good. Good. That's good. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step -step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one hour prep for a week's worth of dinners. That means I'm saving time as well as money. Choose from four meal plans to fit your eating style. Gluten-free, paleo, low carb, and super fast. I really, really like Prep Dish's super fast menus. So I don't have to turn to takeout or processed convenience foods to feed my family fast. It's a game changer for working moms. The founder, Allison, is offering listeners a free two-week trial to try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with 
a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat. And you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com dot com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash clean. Okay. So what are some situations or questions that you'd like to discuss? Well, my, one of my big things, like one of your big things is my office is my office stuff. So I, I've just wound down a business. I sold it a couple of years ago and then the transition to go to, from a full-time business with employees to a part-time business in Canada, we have to keep those records for seven years, like accounting records. So that's been a bit of a big thing for me to struggle with because I have to keep everything and then put them in boxes and label the boxes. And then I just realized I went, I actually have an off-site storage unit where I have been keeping some of these you know, boxes. And I just realized that some of them have expired. So like they're 2010, 2011, 2012. So now I can shred those and then take some of the ones from my downstairs storage unit to the off-site storage unit for the time being, because my mental goal with all this is to get my house into a space where I can sell it so I can show it and I can sell it. So that's been one thing. Um, I also, my mom's 92, so I look after all of her financial things, her monthly bills, income tax, all that kind of stuff. So I'm looking after her things as well. So I have three sets of paper clutter stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've got my mom's, I've got my business and like my existing business, which is pared down quite a bit. My old business, which I still have to hang on to that stuff. And then my mom's and then my personal stuff. Okay. So, so I, I don't know what it was getting ready for, for this interview, but I did like, I have the basket, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've got some stuff in the basket, but I wasn't very good at going through it once a week. And then I put it into binders. So for me, that's worked well for a long time. So I have a binder for my mom and then they have sleeves in them. And then what I've started to do since you know, listening, I listened to your paper declutter one uh, that you did recently is like only hang on to the stuff that you really need. So as I put something new in there, I need to need, I take out one of the oldest ones. So I'm trying to pare down mm-hmm. the clutter, but that's, it's, I don't know. I have a mental block about it. So, okay. So for the, for the old business, it's been gone for four years. You sold it four years ago mm-hmm. and you have to keep things for seven years. So that means you only have yeah. three years worth of stuff of that, that you need to keep. Is that correct? Yeah. Three years left, which I, which I'm in the process of, of sorting out. Like I just said, I haven't been to my storage unit for a while, but I'm also trying to get that cleaned out as well. Okay. And I'm, I'm making progress and just getting rid of like what you call dog clutter and mm-hmm. garbage. And like, and now those three or four years I can, I can bring back here and, re- and uh, shred and then get rid of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's exciting, right? I mean, that's yes. going to be kind yes. of a big, a big chunk of things. Was yes. it, um, is it pretty well contained there in the storage unit? Yes. And it's, it's dry storage and everything. So it's, um yes, it's pretty well contained. I just need to get like usually one year is in either in one box or one and a half boxes. So it's pretty, okay. it'll be pretty easy to bring that home. Yeah. 
So getting that done and then being able to get out, maybe the if you purge some and then you're able to get out those, the old business or something like that, do you feel like you can get your existing office down to where it needs to be? Or is it, are you trying to keep them separate or, or what is the, the issue with the um, paper? Cause your office looks amazing behind you. Yeah, it's it, well on the side here. Let me see if I can pull this up okay. here. What do you see? Can you see all my binders? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's all kind of like my binders. And then I have lots of storage in this office. Like I'm, you can see kind of the built-in desk behind me. There's drawers. Mm -hmm. And then I'm talking to you from a big built-in desk that has storage on either side. Okay. So I've really been trying to go through that and empty it. Like I have been so, uh, you know, I just get electronic, like I, you know, I get a hard drive and then I back up my hard drive and then that stays in there. And then, and then I get a new computer and then that hard drive is still there. And then I get confused. Is that back up for the old one or back up for the new one? You yeah. know, so it's all this kind of stuff and just trying to pare down because eventually I like, I don't need all this, this yeah. um, stuff anymore. Mm -hmm. So is your new stuff more digital at all or? Is it primarily paper as well? For some reason, my brain works better when I have it yeah. in paper. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. So what is there to get rid of? Because it sounds like you're doing a great job. I mean, like I look at that, I look at that shelf that you have over there and I'm like, it's binders, but it sounds like it's stuff that it needs to be. Is that right? Or are you able, are you wanting to get that moved out of the sight lines or, or what is it that you're aiming for? Well, I think I can continue to to pare it down a little bit more. And I think one of the things that you have said in the past, like when you start to get momentum, like mm -hmm. momentum really carries you to the next level. Yeah. And I think that sometimes, like I was really stuck in here like a couple of weeks ago and then Heather called and then, you know, in the process of setting this up and everything, I, I got some time and my time is so interrupted all the time, you know, yeah. with my mom looking after my mom and then my two sisters have recently had hospital stays and then they've come here to recuperate and then I go to visit them. And then, so it's just a lot of things like, it's sort of like having like young kids in a way where, you know, you're always having to deal with something, but mine are off site, So I have to go somewhere and support somebody. So I might start something and then I have to stop. So with regards to the office, I think it's just like plodding away and trying to keep up the momentum a little bit and, and do a little bit every day. Like, like what you say, like, even if five minutes matters, well, you put that together a couple of times a day and that's 15 minutes. So I can clean out one couple of things in one binder. I don't need anymore. I can, I can pare down the binders. And, and you're stuff. using the no mess method, which is key yes. as yes. opposed to what I would have used to have done, which is, oh my word, I'm dealing with paper. I better fill up all these flat surfaces with piles before I, you know, I mean, like as the first step, that's what I would have done in the past, you know, and I don't well, know. Well, true confession. I did that with my overflowing basket uh, a week and a half ago. I had to put the extension on my kitchen table and I just laid everything out. Okay. And, so let's uh, talk about the basket because you, yeah, sh you okay. showed me the basket. Is yes. that where everything goes or is that where only a certain category of things go? Well, if, if I have time, like, and if I get something that comes in the mail, like I do what you say, like open it up right away. If it's, if it's like, I just got something that was a personalized e a letter to me today. 
I'm not interested. I just I put it in the shredder right away. So that's a no brainer. Lots of times, anything to do with my mom stuff coming in or business, anything having to do with filing, you know, business taxes and all that kind of stuff. I've just been putting it in the basket. Could if I do have time, I pull the binder out and put it in the binder, but that doesn't seem to happen very often. Okay. Could you, um, because I see space and I'm not saying gather more, but I'm like, um, so you've got stuff for your personal things. You've got stuff for your mom and you've got stuff for your business. Mm -hmm. Could you have three baskets or a stacked three baskets or three baskets on the wall or something so that at least, because here's what happened for me when I finally got paper under control, it was because I had very broad categories, but they were, they were simple enough that it did not taking, take me any more time to put them in one of these three categories than it did to just put them in what used to be the single, you know, mm -hmm. tub that I had on my counter. So mm -hmm. it really didn't take any more times, but it forced me to just make those super quick things. So even just dividing business, personal mom mm -hmm. might then reveal, first of all, it, it helps you see, oh, business specifically is piling up or mm -hmm. personal specifically is getting full or mom specifically is getting full. And that can be a trigger of, oh, okay. Because I think sometimes when it's like, I've got so many papers, I've got so many different things that the bigger that single basket gets, it's like, oh, I've got so many things on me as opposed mm -hmm. to I'm going to deal with mom stuff right now. I'm going to deal with my personal stuff right now. I, I don't know. Do you feel like that? Could I think that's a really, a really good idea because I don't even need to get three baskets. I could put two file folders behind the baskets, right? Mm -hmm. Or put two other folders within the basket so you don't see it. But when something comes in, I just stick it in the folder. I think that's a really good idea. And the, yeah. the value of a basket or being some sort, and I don't know, I'm just picturing something that sits on the on the, the thing, either it's a stacked tray or something so yes. that you don't have yes. to open a folder and put it in. Do you know what I mean? Like okay. that, that yes. two, that double action sometimes can be a reason yeah. why you don't do it. Yeah. Now I'm just looking to my side over here mm -hmm. and I have this little, um, like two tier shelf. So I could put two baskets side by side there, mm -hmm. have this one maybe as my main, you know, my personal one or my business one. I don't know. Cause mm -hmm. the other thing that that does is when it's all one basket, there is just so, I, I don't know what it is, but when I only had one place where I was putting mail that was going to be important, it was so much easier to be like, that's probably important and putting it in there. Mm -hmm. But when I just had two things to sort it out into, it needs to be done it's a wait and see. It's a something that needs to be kept as a record for the year. Just having those, it didn't take any more time, but I put so much less stuff in there because it forced me to open things instead of just putting it in there because I was like, well, it looks important. So I used to would have kept it, but I better make sure it's important because so many times things aren't actually important. Like they, that's kind of their goal, right? These businesses that send you stuff. They want it to look important, but having just some sort of very broad category just made me double check, just made me open it. And that alone significantly reduced 
the amount of stuff that I was keeping. Yeah, I, I think that's a really good idea. I don't want to have another basket here. I like yeah. this one basket and I don't, it they don't stack, right? Mm -hmm. So okay. it's one of those wicker baskets. But I have a place over here where I can get, I'll see what I can have to reuse in the house mm -hmm. and just have, as long as it's eight and a half by 11, I can yeah. have a couple little baskets here or just buy, buy that one at um, uh, the dollar store or something and then just put on the outside either uh, my mom's mm -hmm. stuff or my personal stuff. And you know, once in a while I get stuff for my sons. So then I could have another basket for them too. And then that separates it even more. So I do like that idea. And yeah, okay. That's, that's really helpful for the paper stuff. Just because compartmentalizing the stuff before it even goes in there would mean I wouldn't have to extend my kitchen table again. <laughs> right. Right. And, and, and I found yeah. too, after a while of living with very broad categories like that and dealing with the new stuff coming in in that way, it made the old stuff that I had to go through so much easier, like mm -hmm. easier to identify, not important. Mm -hmm. Yes. Actually worth keeping or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's really helpful for the paper okay. clutter for sure. Yes. So what's something else you'd like to talk about? Well, it's, it's mostly the basement and how to help my two older sons, like move them along because I've been saying, well, really I've been saying for five or six years that I was going to sell the house. And then I go through this like stage where everything on the outside was done. And then you know, I, I put in like a good six months of uh, work on the house. And then like my mom had a heart attack, for example, and then Sorry. she came to live with me for like four months. And then I was over every day, you know, stuff like that would happen. And then, you know, just just life interruptions. Mm -hmm. And so now I've got my son has my oldest son has moved out, but all this stuff is still intermingled in the in the downstairs rec room and his room. And then my other son, who has all this, um, you know, kind of hobby stuff, he has fly tying uh, stuff, and he does quite a bit of that, even some for for business, you know, he sells mm -hmm. custom flies for fishing. And um, so it's really how to help them. And at the same time, I'm trying to empty my storage unit get rid of stuff that's been down there for 20 years that I can get rid of, which I'm having a bit of a hard time with. Some have been sentimental awards like that I've won through my, you know, through business and stuff mm -hmm. like that and plaques. And so, um, you know, I, you keep saying that, and it's, you know, these things, it's good that you repeat yourself because for me, it's finally starting to sink in <laughs> some cases. If I don't deal with it, my kids are going to have to deal yeah. with it. So, so it encourages me even more to go through the stuff. Like, so downstairs in the storage unit, I could have a, I have a Christmas decoration section. I have a camping section and then the rest of it's kind of a free for all right now. So okay. that's what well, I'm working You have a Christmas section. You have a sounds. Okay. Here's what I'm hearing. You have a Christmas section. You have a camping section. Those are both things that require storage because they are needed, but they are not needed all the time. The rest of it's a free for all. You mentioned awards and things like that. Can you display those awards in your 
home? Can you give them a spot in your office? Can you put them on the wall there or? Uh, I have one, only one that I display in my office. And that was business of the year for my community. Uh, but these other awards that I have are from early in my career, like sales awards and things like that, like pewter mugs and pewter plaques, um, you know, personalized with my name on it. I just, I think I'm ready to let them go. I just don't know the appropriate place. I don't want to throw them out. Yeah. Uh, do I, do I donate them with my name on it? You know, like, well, so I don't actually, I'm going to look up the real quick for you. Is it real pewter? It looks like real pewter. Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Selling pewter for scrap. We'll see what it says. <laughs> um, <laughs> when selling for scrap, you can expect to get roughly 50% of the current price. So scrap pewter, therefore, is generally worth around three to five dollars per pound at a scrap yard. Anyway, I think some research would help with yeah, that. Yeah. You know, yeah. just just doing the research and saying, um, let's see, make reference pewters. I, I gotta tell where it came from just so I don't journal of antiques.com is where I got that information. Um okay. but yeah, doing a little bit of research if that's the issue, also to know that there is a market for it. If you don't want to do anything with it, you can send it to a thrift store and there will be people who that's what they do is gather up. Um, Oh, pewter. Yeah. Yeah. Gather up different metals and things. I mean, I've had, when we did my in-laws estate sale, I mean, there were, there was more than one person who showed up and wanted and said, Hey, do you have any silver? at all. Like yes. he didn't care what yes. it was, but he, he just would take any kind of metal like that. You know, you might even just offer it for free on, uh, you know, if, if you don't care as much about getting money for it, you know, you could offer it for free on, uh, Facebook, buy, sell free yeah. groups, whatever, yeah. you know, and just say, does anybody want this and know that somebody's going to take it and, and go do something with it. Cause it might, add to their pile that they take in and now they have a lot. So, you know, there's, but, but again, donating it is perfectly fine yes. because okay. there are a lot of people that that's what they do is they go to thrift stores specifically looking for this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like I know of people who they walk in, they go to the section that would have something like that. They scan it and they walk out, you know I mean? It's just kind of their mm-hmm. specific type of thing that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So, you know, cause if, if you're not willing to display it, then you also don't want it to be something that your kids have to deal no, with later. Well, like then they like might 40 be, years old. So right, like, I'm right. not going to display it. Yeah. No, no. Um, so that, and it, okay. So you, then you have, you know, free for all area and it sounds like your oldest who moved out is in the ideal situation of just taking what he absolutely wants to have. And then free storage at mom's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have adult kids too now, so I get it. I'm not like, <laughs> I'm just like that that seems like the perfect situation, right? I can take my stuff and then, um, but if you have storage space that is, and and you want to offer it to them, then it can be like, okay, my goal is this storage space, which is kind of free for all right now. Let's name it. Let's give it a purpose. Let's name the, the room and say, this is going to be my space for my adult kids who are in transitional phases of their life. You know, like this shelf unit is going to be for one of them. And this shelf unit is going to be for the other. And then 
declutter that space with that being the goal, which would mean my goal is to get everything into a home or gone because I don't want to store things here because I've already got my Christmas and my camping stuff over here. You know, and it's not that you can't have a shelf for certain things that you do need to store, but you know, like so many times giving it that purpose will help you to get rid of things. And then giving it that purpose also gives them a container. And so instead of approaching it as which anytime, I mean, you know, this as a mom, but like, anytime I talk about, and then just say this to your adult kids, no, we all know it's not that simple, right? Like, so there's no, like, if you say this, they're going to say this <laughs> anyway, but being able to say that gives you a different conversation opener than y'all, you know, I want to sell the house. They don't care about you selling the house. Right. I mean, no. like, I mean, no, and they've heard it before and they say, yes. you keep saying that and it never happens. Right. So. And so they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. If I just stall long enough, she'll forget or move on to something else or whatever, you know? So that that's just the reality of parenting. So mm-hmm. Having it's a different conversation starter to say, I have cleared out these shelves. This is yours and this is yours. This is where you can store things because I'm now going to be using this space for something different or I want it to be cleared out or whatever because you know I'm selling the house. Like this is my goal and this is how I'm achieving that goal. Here is your space for anything, which then you can help them. You can, you know, work through that, but you have the goal of, oh, well, it can't be here because that's not what this space is for. You know, um, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. back when you lived here, but you don't live here anymore. You know, <laughs> that kind of a thing. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. I don't know. Does that help at all? Yeah, that really helps. And even in the one bedroom where my all my son's stuff is, like I have amassed over the years probably about 20 uh, totes now that are empty because I continue to get rid of stuff. And... So I've got them piled up in my basement with matching lids, just using your uh, plastic container concept, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have these two huge stacks of um, like totes that they could then use and then they we could label, right? I was just going to thinking in my one son's room, my oldest son, we could even just put his totes in there because he has a little bit, well, they both probably have about the same amount. But it would give me just a little bit more room for the uh, for my other son to put in that other area. Well, so, and you could even 
go ahead, since you have these empty totes with the lids, you could go ahead and put the empty totes on the shelf that you have cleared. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then they have a visual and you say, this is the space that you have for the stuff that you just want to store here. You know, I'm going to be moving. I may not have space in my next thing, but I am so happy to be able to give you this space for right now. You're welcome. You know? <laughs> um, but, you know, just to have a visual and say, these are the totes that you have, because, you know, what I found for me and whatever what so many of us find is just knowing there's a limit makes everything look different. It just yes. identifies worth keeping, not worth keeping, because I know there's a limit. And so it's like, take, you know, this is your space. This is the containers that you're going to have. They're all empty. So it's yours to fill. So take one container into this space and start putting your favorite stuff in there first, and then put that and take the next container in and start putting, you know, so it just kind of breaks it down because I find when I just say you need to fix this problem that they may not even see as a problem. Yes. Yes. That's not doable for them where giving them, Hey, this is the amount of space that you have to put stuff in. This is the containers. Then that's a doable thing. Put your favorite things in there first. You remember, I listened to that crazy lady on our podcast, you know, and she's always talking about that. So I'm all, anyway, but, but that, that just makes it like a, it's ready for you as opposed, you have nothing to figure out. There's no problem to solve here. It's simply just these are the steps that I need you to follow. Cause this is what I'm achieving. But mm -hmm. before that too, you have to go through and empty those shelves, right? Yes, Which exactly. Then yeah. proves to them you're serious about this, right? Because yes. they, like you said, they're not taking you seriously because you know, it's been going, you've been lived here 29 years, you know, probably most of their life. And so that is like, Oh wow. Okay. She really has gotten a ton of stuff out of here because that stuff has to be done anyway. Right. So exactly. you might as well do that. Let them observe that ask them to go drop stuff off for you to make sure that they're noticing what you're doing, you know, that kind of thing. Um, anyway, that's, that's my thought process on that. So, so just to recap, taking some action to getting, uh, creating some space in that storage unit of mine downstairs, then putting in some of the empty totes, uh, to show them where it's going to go. And then just say here, I've, you know, we're going to have to clean this up in preparation because you know, I'm serious about selling the house yeah. and um, th this is where your stuff can go for the time being. So put your favorite things in there and anything else that you might not want to keep or transfer, like either sell, donate or throw away. Yeah. So I think, I think that's a good, a good plan. Yeah. Yeah. The one son doesn't live here. Like he lives in the same town as me and he's the father of, of my granddaughter. So, uh, you know, so I do see him at least once a week. And um, so it's just the motivating them, getting them to get started. I can say that I can do that. I can create the space. And then I think I'm going to have to say, OK, you know, today's Tuesday and, you know, the weekend's coming. So I'd like you to spend get started on this and spend at least half an hour and yeah. fill one bin. Like, and how does that does that? That sounds great. And I think, yeah. I think too, though, that we also have to go not knowing your situation, not knowing how this is all going to play out. What if they still put it off? Okay. Then an option yeah. would be the one who is completely gone say, you know, 
telling him this is the space that I have for you. These are the containers for you to put it in. Everything's ready for you to put your favorite things in there first. If that continues to get put off, then you go through and you start putting what you think is his favorite stuff in there. And once it's full, then say, okay, I did it for you because you didn't do it. And I put what I thought was your favorite stuff in there and everything else that's left, it may help sort out. I mean, I find with my own kids that so many times they don't want to do it. But then when I go ahead and say, look, I've sorted out what I'm pretty sure is your favorite and not your favorite. They're like, oh yeah, well now that it's separated, I can see that you're right. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. So that, that would be another step that you could take control of if, yes, if it doesn't play out the way that you want it to play out. I could give them a timeline and mm-hmm. say, you know, if, if I don't see any action by this day, it could be a you know a week away or two weeks away, mm-hmm. and I'll start putting what I think is your favorite stuff away. So yeah, that gives you a plan to be working on. Okay, and as you go, you're going to figure more things out that are and aren't working, and how to approach things, and and all that, and it'll be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I think defining that space as the space to store your son's stuff. Yes. Will help your own decluttering process in that space be so much easier. I you think know. so too, because it's going to give it, you know, it's giving me the motivation to get in there and get stuff out. Yeah. And like even stuff like, you know, we have in Canada, you know, we have like a big relationship with the queen and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And when Princess Diana died 25 years ago, I collected all these magazines about her. So like, I just don't want to, dump those like I have a whole box all about her stuff but I don't want to just donate it I'd rather give it to a fan and I don't even want any money for it do you know what I mean so just even as I'm talking to you it's just like going to be easier for me to like just post that and just say mm-hmm. hey I want to give this to a real fan you know like, someone um, will be thrilled someone will be yeah, thrilled and they will probably exactly. take every single thing that you have you know yeah I only have one box so it would, it would be like mm-hmm. That's how I'd get rid of it. One, one box. Yeah. But then when you, when I'm giving stuff away for free, sometimes I get a lot of people like, like, and then I get mad if there's none laughter. Okay. (laughs) Then maybe you sell it. I I mean, and not because of the money, but I think what you're saying is very true. There is a weird thing that happens like business wise, you know, I'm not sure what kind of business you were in, but like, you know, pricing of things is a real issue. And there is this weird psychological thing that they will tell you in business is the lower you price it, the more people make demands of you where when you price something higher, then they value it more and they make fewer unrealistic demands. And it's, it's a, it's like not what you would think. Mm -hmm. And yet, you know, maybe saying, $25 for this item, which is a, or $20. I have no idea, but you know, like, yeah, that would be around there. I wouldn't ask much more than that because I really do want it to go to a fan. Right. right? So, and so um, I think somebody is going to be thrilled to be getting a great, getting it for a great price. mm -hmm. And also we'll probably know that if, if somebody, you know, if there's, if they really are excited about it and they think I would have paid $150 for that, you know, to get it for 20 means they're going to, get on it and get over there and get it, you know, as opposed to, Oh, it's free. Oh, okay. You know, I don't know. You might just try that if that's been something okay. that's driven yeah, you crazy I think, before. Yeah. I think I'll try that. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. One thing I did want to mention too is just like in my in my off-site storage unit, I went and uh, you know I've been bringing stuff home like about once a week. I've been going there and I'm bringing stuff home and sorting it out. And and my mom had she collected antique clothing, so I took her up there with me uh, this week. And you know she had a lot of things like um, vintage dressers that she stored the antique clothing in and then she has hat boxes and things like that so with her in the car she said okay I can let that go now so now with something as specific as that like you said people are looking for it so I'm now gonna let you know just price them very reasonably and then just sell them on on marketplace but having her permission was really important to me to sort of like continue to let that go but the other funny thing I wanted to tell you is my mom made this um this Halloween outfit for my, you know, now the son who's 35 when he was like two. And it's a, it's a pumpkin, like it's an orange pumpkin with a little top for, a, you know, where the thing comes out. And so I thought, oh, you know, maybe um, maybe my new niece might might be able to wear this. Who's just born six months old. My granddaughter's too big now. So I washed it, Dana, and it just disintegrated in the oh, wash no. machine. Yeah. So it's just another, it's just another indication like this stuff does not last. You know, hanging on to baby clothes and so much stuff I hung on to. And but my granddaughter was able to wear one or two things that my that my sons had had. So so that was that was interesting. Well, but it, it doesn't just, it change doesn't your perspective. Pardon me. Doesn't it change your perspective? It Having it had that yeah. experience makes you look at all of those vintage clothing pieces differently. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. Because if they can't stand up in the washing machine, then you know somebody else. Like everything I donate that that's clothing, you know, my granddaughters or my sons and myself, I always wash it, and it's always clean before it goes to the um, donate place, so they can just right away just deal with it. So. So that that has to stand the washing machine test. If it doesn't stand the washing machine test, I can't donate it, right? If right. something happens to it, then I right. can't donate it. So in my mind, you know, um, one of the things I want to share is like we were very we we're very poor growing up. So and we moved a lot. So that that was two things. We didn't accumulate very much because my dad was always going to different jobs and everything. And uh, there was five kids in the family, so there was you know, things that we did hang on to for, for, for the other kids. But because of that situation growing up, I've tended to be, you know, like a bit of a pack rat hanging on to things. And I think a lot of people have that, like we, you know, we always had a house to live in and a car to drive and stuff like that. I didn't really understand, but we never owned a house. You know, it wasn't until I became an adult that I owned my first house. Mm -hmm. um, I just didn't even understand we were poor until I was older, but because we never had very much money, then it, it was the things that we did have, I hung on to. And that's been my perspective now, but I'm yeah. finally getting out of it after a couple of years of listening to you. And then I've joined the other group, take your house back. Mm -hmm. And that's been really good for me too. Uh, although like I have I'll, I'll only attended one of the lives but it's really good listening to the replays and, and you and Cass and um, Dawn. Yeah. Dawn. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> have all have, have, have the three of you coming together has been really fantastic. 
um, because you're all even using each other's uh, strategies and, and it gets repeated. Like, like even the one where you have declutter without a mess, just take one thing at a time, take it out there now, throw this in the garbage, this goes into donate box, you know, like the more that's repeated, the more it's, it's been sinking into my brain. So it's, 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 I, I think that works. Repeat, repeat, repeat. And, and then just offering uh, slightly different perspectives to it as well. And that momentum that you're experiencing is so valuable. You know, that, that experience of something disintegrating that Mm. experience of, um, you know, your kids viewing you clearing out this space that used to just be a place where you Mm. kept every last thing. I mean, that's, that's still, you know, I mean, I, with my own kids, I'm sometimes I'm like, you know, I've changed on that, you know, but they're like, Oh, they hold me to whatever it is that I thought or said, or did, you know, six years ago Mm. or something. So Mm. all of that experience is going to be so helpful in building that momentum as you Mm. go. Mm. So is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, the only one little thing was like my granddaughter, um, I have sort of like a casual sitting room and like a, where I watch TV and then a more formal living room. And that's where I have all of her stuff and everything. And I, do, I have a little shelf in there and then she's got one of these cute little pink tents that she goes in. So I have that in there and just, just like, can you think of anything like just um, storage wise, like I do have a basket in there, but everything gets thrown in the basket and it's just not. Yeah. I mean, kind of experiment with that. Like what is there that already exists in there that could turn into storage? Is there some sort of a table that could have storage underneath it? Is there a, you know, a a bookshelf where, Oh, I don't actually need those books on there. Instead, it's going to be a place Mm -hmm. for storage Mm -hmm. or something like that, instead of adding to creating that. But I do think there's a lot of value in this. She, you want it to be a place where she feels at home. So you Mm want to have stuff for her to play with that she looks forward to playing with, but there's Mm -hmm. also, you know, the limit of, of where that stops and, and which then will make it easier for you to clean up, which then makes it easier for her to play, which makes her more excited to be there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so all those things work together. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know, I'm not, I feel like I'm not great at like, what are some great storage solutions, but it's embracing what is already there and what already functions in there, you know, like a a coffee table that can be also, you know, a limit. Oh yeah. And I just thought of something I have in that room, which is a whisk, a wicker, um, like a a storage unit, like a wicker. And, and I have been using that area to put her extra clothes in, but I just cleaned it all out and there's hardly any clothes in there now. So I could use maybe put her stuffies in there. Yeah. Plus her clothes and then just have her books and like, I don't have a lot of things for her, but she's like puzzles and books and, you know, animal, yeah. you know, the animal figures and stuff like that. So, yeah, that would be great. If that's the active play space, then I think there's more value in it. Having the play stuff, having mm-hmm. a place to be, you know, mm-hmm. than, than just the clothes. So, yeah, I like that idea. And I could just turn that into like more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it's more like a, trunk idea, but it's, it's already in the front room. So I could use it. I could, I'll have to find a place for the other stuff in there, like candles and things like that. But as I, you know, maybe I could even, you know, find a spot in the office an enclosed spot. Yeah. I'm the, I'm the one, I don't like to see my clutter. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, where would I look for this first? And sometimes you ask yourself the question, okay, 
where would I look for this first when this space where it's been before is now her toy box, you know, so like, okay, so where would I look first for candles with this space being, you know, a toy box Mm -hmm. now? Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you wanted to? I I don't think so. I I think just, uh, just acknowledging you for being so courageous and moving forward and sharing your own personal journey and, and, you know, which encourages other people to share their journey, like Cass and Dawn and, and then everybody, I, I don't go on the Facebook group very much, but when I, when I do, it's like always so encouraging to see the, the no bullying kind of feedback because everything's positive. Everybody's in the same boat. Everybody seems to be having, mostly everybody's having the same types of challenges. And, uh, I, I just think it's been amazing what you, you know, letting us get a, glimpse into your personal journey is really helped people like me declutter because like you would walk into my house and you would say, Oh, you don't look like you have a problem with <laughs> clutter. But if you went downstairs, you looked in any of my cupboards in my office or you went in the garage or something like that, you would go, Oh my goodness. You know? So, <laughs> so, um, so I am making progress, but just, you know, the inner slob in me wants to, wants to get that cleaned up. Like mm-hmm. the more I do also the momentum is, is the better I feel, the calmer I feel. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the more I want to continue, not just to sell my house, but to feel better in my house. And it really does have a lasting impact. It has on me anyway. Well, I, and I think the calmer that you feel, the more capable you feel mm-hmm. to keep tackling more. And like you keep saying, like decluttering is always going to keep going, but there mm-hmm. will be an end to the project decluttering. Like mm-hmm. right now I have a project de- like decluttering in my basement. Mm-hmm. So that that's happening. But you know what, once I get through that, that part's going to be done. And so then it will really free up a lot of space and a lot of I don't like to use the word anxiety. But you know, I do have anxiety about it. Because if anybody came through the house, and let's just say somebody wanted to buy it, I would be super embarrassed for them to go downstairs right now in the basement super embarrassed. And once and that stuff is gone, like right. And once that yeah. stuff is out of the house, then it can't affect you anymore. You know, it's exactly, that, yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't yeah. exist to be something to manage, to deal with. And I think it's going to help them too. Like both my sons hang on to the stuff that they really want and just think, Oh, well, I don't, I re- don't really need this anymore. Mm-hmm. But if it's a value, they're very, um, savvy at putting things on marketplace or oh, good. bidding sites and things like that. And so but actually my one son, as he's seen me sort of doing that with, um, with my stuff, he now, you know, I'm saying, well, what about this? What about that? And he goes, Oh yeah, I don't need that anymore. So now he's starting yeah. to, to do that and he's getting a bit of momentum. So oh, that's, good. that's really good. That's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Well, I've enjoyed this so much. Thank you for um, just being willing to come on the podcast and share your own journey and your own successes and talk through your things that you're still working on. And, um, it's been really fun. So I really appreciate all of Well, thanks. And thanks for following up and thanks to Heather for making it like really yeah. smooth process too. Okay. Did y'all have that conversation with Clarice? I, 
uh, appreciated her uh, coming on the show and, and talking through some of these situations. You know, so many times it's like, I, I feel it too. It's like that, what, uh, this is making this difficult. So talking it through is very helpful. I honestly think that's one of the big uh, advantages of being a kindred spirit, a patron of the show, uh, is that in the Facebook group, that's what people do. They say, hey, this is my situation I'm in. And people come in with this language that we use here on the podcast, with the way that we talk about things as far as, you know, no mess, decluttering method, all that kind of stuff. They come in and they say, okay, here's a way for you to look at this situation. You know, they'll be helpful. People are just so lovely and supportive and helpful in there. Anyway, if you want to know more about being a patron of the show, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash a slob comes clean. All right. I will talk to y'all next week. Bye.